All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Making Sunday Sermon have Monday meaning. Now, let's hear faith-based teaching with real-world application. Here's our own Dan Cook with today's Monday message. So a lot of you may know that Dan Cook is a pastor, a teaching pastor at a local church. He went to uh, graduate school, got a master's in divinity, and I like the way Dan thinks about moral, ethical issues that we all face and think about. And so Dan and I were talking a couple weeks ago, and Dan said, you know, what if I kind of did a little thing? And I like it. So what we're going to do is Dan is taking a topic that he's either preached about Uh, at church the uh, Sunday before, or, I mean, Dan can talk about whatever he wants to talk about. And today's... Free reign, wow. Total free reign. Wow. And and today's topic, from the the second you opened your mouth on today's topic, I was like, whoa, that's a great... Yeah, I thought our boss was going to come out of his chair when we were talking with him about it. He was very excited. Very excited. So the church that I I, uh, uh, am a pastor at, has adopted a theme for this year's Advent. We're in the third week of Advent. We just had the third Sunday in uh, in the Advent cycle. And this theme that we're talking about is how does a weary world rejoice? And the idea is not to ignore the fact that this time of year can seem chaotic, uh, not just in terms of the season itself, but in terms of everything going on in the world. It can be seem chaotic. It can seem overwhelming. It can threaten to darken our lives in a season that's supposed to be about light and supposed to be about happiness and joy. We don't want to deny that. We want to name that. We want to affirm that that's an experience for for much of us. And we also believe that in and amongst that darkness, in and amongst that chaos and that overwhelming feeling, joy can be found, especially if we're intentional about it. And so this week, my task was to talk about finding, uh, rejoicing, finding joy in and amongst a weary world through the idea of amazement. We looked at the, the Scripture passage talking about the birth of John the Baptist and how his father was uh, unable to speak for the nine months of his gestation, but at his birth in showing his faith in God and naming this child John, uh, Zechariah had his voice returned to him, and the people around him were amazed by this. So we talked about finding joy through amazement. And there's three different ways I sort of came at this idea of joy in amazement, which is through the idea of wonder. When you're pondering things that are bigger than you, when you're pondering things that are difficult— to get your head around. I, you know, I'm always been fascinated by the cosmos. I've always been fascinated by looking at the universe and contempt, you know, thinking about the universe and its size and its age and all those things. I stare at the night sky and I just, I find this sense of wonderment and awe and amazement. And there is joy for me in that. Uh, that's been my whole life. But recently over the last year or so, I've sort of started, you know, having my chin tilted down, looking at creation all around us and God's gift of creation and how we find joy just in the smallest things. I was 
I was up at a retreat, and, and we talked about that a few weeks ago. And I'm on a bridge over a little creek, and I'm looking down at this creek, and the glass was crystal clear because it hadn't snowed yet. So the water had just frozen. It froze clear. And there's little critters down at the bottom of this creek moving around. I'm thinking, man, that's their whole universe. I'm staring at stars in a 13.8 billion year universe, and this little critter's walking around, and this five-foot section of creek is probably all it's ever going to know. And just looking at the design and how perfect things work together to me, makes me feel closer to God, and there's wonder and there's joy in that. So this amazement can present as wonder. It can also present as delight. When you think about your kids or you think about any kids that you have a a chance to deal with, and just their ability to cut through the cynicism that this world piles upon us and say things that are ridiculous or crazy or funny or whatever it is, but just the delight that they produce, that delight that we feel towards children is the delight God feels towards us. And when you understand that flow and you see that flow and how it's designed, to me, that brings about this sense of delight, this sense of wonder, this sense of joy. It can also, amazement can also present itself as fear. And I say that with this story. Have you ever heard ice sing before? Jason, you're allowed to speak here. (laughs) Have you ever heard ice sing before? I have. I hadn't until a few weeks ago. And it was, you know, again, near this lake. And what happens apparently, again, I have a very rudimentary understanding of this, but as the ice, as the water freezes and you have ice sheets come together and they rub together almost like tectonic plates do, or an ice sheet will maybe crack and there'll be some slippage. But that slippage or that rubbing together creates a vibration which creates a sound, which if you're at the right spot and the right distance from wherever that's happening, creates this moan. I was by this lake and I heard something that almost sounded like whale song and I was just completely knocked over by like, you know, what in the world is this? In fact, it was so, you know, kind of almost frightening to me that I almost, I doubted I heard it the first time I heard it. I'm like, did I actually hear that or am I just, you know, I'm outside, I'm in the middle of nature, I'm making stuff up. But no, if you waited long enough there, it came again and it came a third time. And I didn't understand it until somebody explained, oh yeah, no, that's just the ice sing. If you go onto YouTube and type in ice singing, you'll hear what I'm talking Mm. about. But I think when we have this amazing, these amazing things happen, Sometimes they create this sense of fear. That fear of God is a phrase from the Old Testament that's all over the place. But when you understand, when you, when you gain understanding of the event, once I understood what this was, that fear gave way to joy. It gave way to just unbelievable beauty. Here's God's creation singing to us, making this gorgeous music. Once I understood what it was, there was no more fear, and I could just go for the joy. Once you understand the love behind what God's doing, the fact that what God's doing is miraculous and above our ability to do, doesn't create fear anymore. It creates joy. It creates the sense of wonder. It creates the sense of delight. So what I think the biggest point of the takeaway is in and amongst our busyness, in and amongst the days that we go through uh, on autopilot because we're just too busy or we're feeling overwhelmed or we're consumed with the chaos of the world, don't forget to be amazed. Don't forget to be amazed because those moments will pop up fairly consistently in our lives. But it's easy to brush them aside and keep going because we've got stuff to do or because I'm upset with my boss or because I've got to get home you know, to the wife and kids, whatever it is. Don't forget to take a minute to recognize those moments of amazement, to recognize and embrace them and lean into them because it's a gift. It's a gift in and amongst the chaos and the darkness and the overwhelming nature of life to have those moments of amazement, to have those little lights in the darkness. We need to make the most of them when they present themselves to us. So as you're going through the rest of this holiday season, as overwhelmed as you feel, as, as difficult as it can be, be intentional 
about not forgetting to be amazed. We live amongst amazing creation. We are amazing beings in our own selves. Don't forget to be amazed because there's in that, in that, a weary world can rejoice. There you go. It is everywhere when you look. Yeah. Wonder, delight, fear. Um, you, you also have to give yourself permission to experience that joy, right? Sure. Because I think, especially if you live online and you see the latest atrocity or the latest outrageous thing some politician said that you disagree with, um, it can be hard to give yourself permission to actually... You know, you're you're talking about the daily enjoyments, but now we're in a season where you're expected to go to family and 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 be happy. Mm-hmm. And it can be challenging. It can people. be. And I think, you know, the key there is to not make it a binary. You can that do both. You can do both. Yeah. It's not that this world isn't difficult and that life may seem dark in, in a given season. But it's that in and amongst that darkness, you can find small points of light. You can always find small I points like of that. light. And so we can do both. We can acknowledge the fact that, yeah, the world's in chaos right now, and there's some horrible, horrible things happening. And maybe in our individual lives we're feeling overwhelmed. And we can still find those moments of joy in being amazed in the creation in which we're, we live. 651-461-9226, your text, your moments of amazement, always welcome. You can email the show if you have feedback for Dan or questions. Uh, Jason at odyssey.com. A-U-D-A-C-Y dot com. And that email goes right to Dan and me. It is 348. We'll take a break. Back in just a minute here on CCO. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 